Good morning, Book It Sports. Happy Monday. It's your favorite sports betting show, the Atia Hour, brought to you by the one and only Book It Sports app, the social media platform dedicated specifically for sports betting. Tired of jumping from platform to platform to consume the sports knowledge you need to make an informed and educated betting decision? Well, stop doing that. Download the Book It Sports app. Everything you need in one spot, one centralized platform, everything. Track your bets, follow your favorite sports bettors, buy picks from expert verified handicappers, and so much more. And it's only getting better. Free to download on the Google Play Store and Apple App Store. I'm your host, Trent Atia, coming at you live from smoky Reno, Nevada. This whole place is on fire right now. You can hardly even walk outside without hawking up a lung. It is really bad outside, but thankfully we're inside. We've got a great show planned today for you. I'm in the studio here with Nick Yale and Timmy Bones and myself, Trent Atia, coming at you. We've got a great show planned today. Lots to talk about. Lots to discuss. Guys, it's almost football season, and I cannot wait. Cannot wait. I am sick of betting on baseball. Thankfully, we have the Olympic Games to get us through the dog days of summer because if we didn't, I might be broke the way baseball is going right now. Uh, we got the Olympic Games in Tokyo. So much to cover there. So much to be betting on there. I'm losing sleep watching archery at 3 in the morning. But we're making money and we're cashing tickets. We're winning units, as always. Got to stay winning tickets. Getting right into it, the Olympic Games. The Olympic Games. I have the over 44 and a half gold medals. And so far, I'm starting to sweat a little bit. We're dropping medals. That should be automatic. Najee Houston, U.S. skateboarding team. Najee. Najee. Nija, the best skateboarder uh, arguably in the world. Najee Harris, running back for the Pittsburgh Harris, Steelers. Houston, Houston, Houston. No, it's <laughs> Nija. You said Houston was fine. You said Najee. Oh, I thought you were correcting me on the last name there. Uh, Nija. <laughs> that was tough. You didn't even place. We were hoping for gold. You didn't even get bronze. It's okay, though. Katie Ledecky dropping the gold to the Australian last night. Silver. Do you guys see that head coach? He was going bonkers, dude. <laughs> he was what, going bonkers. what drugs was he on? Dude, he was so he was rocking. Out. I mean, hey, if you beat Katie Ledecky, I mean, shit, you have every right to act that way. But that fucks the medal count. Though. I know the over under on the gold medals. Yeah, and then you'd think, oh, at least we're gonna get one in basketball, right? Uh, uh, what? Big yikes! Big I had yikes. I put a I put a unit on uh, the United States against France at 11 and a half was the spread. They didn't even win the game. They straight up lost to France. Does USA basketball even give a shit right now? Do they even give a shit about this, about this, these games? I mean, who, Tim, who was leading in assists last night? Just want to let, let the people know. That would be Draymond Green. <laughs> I mean, how are we supposed to win? With Draymond Green is that's problematic. 
that's problematic and that's hurting us for our over 44 and a half. We, I need this gold medal in, the, in basketball. I absolutely need this one. We cannot drop it. The United States is favored by 39 and a half points in their next game against Iran. I mean, the way United States basketball is playing right now, give me, give me the, uh, give me Iran on the spread. <laughs> give me Iran on the money line. <laughs> United States hasn't shown me anything that they care right now. No, I they show me nothing, and I wish, I wish you. Could get, I don't know about FanDuel, but the other books on Billy Hill, you can't get any like updated futures on. So classic, like no <laughs> live line on the USA gold medals. Nope. No live line on um, who's going to win. The men's basketball gold, because right now there's definitely going to be if you can get a live line. I don't know if you can get a live line on your book or not, but uh, look at like Spain. If any of those like second or third teams are that are plus money yeah. are plus money still great value there, because I mean, U.S. was the favorite to win the gold with the way they've been playing right now. Yeah, I'm looking at okay, I mean, updated odds for men's uh, USA basketball. They're still the favorite, obviously, to win gold at minus 250. Who's six, like two and three? Uh, two and three looks like Australia at plus 650. Guys, I think there's value on Slovenia with Luka Doncic, who had his, who had his uh, Olympic debut last night, had 30 in the first half, finished with 48 in the game, and went off and absolutely crushed Argentina last night. Speaking of, Luis Scola is still putting balls in the basket, which was pretty remarkable. He looks like every dude at LA Fitness playing pickup rec ball. He kind of reminds me of like Nolan Ryan, that old man strength. <laughs> yeah. Dude is, I think he's pushing 40 and he still dropped the double double. Yeah, I think he's USA. 41 years old and he's dropping double doubles in the Olympic Games. It's pretty incredible. Uh, Slovenia's plus 900 to win the gold. Um, 39 and a half point spread for the U.S. in their next game. Not touching that. That is that is a disgusting amount of points. I'm staying far, far away. Just give me the gold medal, please, United States. Please. We need that. Uh, the live odds for the U.S. to win the um, most amount of gold medals is still, still hev heavily in our favor. Uh, minus 600 right now is the live odds for the United States to lead the world in gold medals. We're tied right now currently with Japan at seven. Seven. Uh, but there's still so many games we left to be played. Guys, I want some money betting on fencing. Yeah. Shout out Lee Kiefer. Kiefer! Can Kiefer survive? She survived. That was electric. That was absolutely electric. Absolutely electric. Fencing is a great sport to watch. I don't understand how fencing works like at all. I don't either. But keeper was down. Yeah. There, you know, by two points, whatever. I think she had to get like 15, I think is what uh what it was in fencing. Correct me if I'm wrong, chat. 15. Thank you, Tim. Uh <laughs> and she survived, but that was we were watching a qualifier at that point when you put out the TikTok and then she ends up winning gold. Yeah. So no, that's probably why that TikTok, that TikTok popped off. It has almost 400,000 views of me just reacting to Kiefer winning against Canada. I had a unit on that. Shout out Lee Kiefer. Shout out Lee Kiefer. We needed that one not only for my unit, but we needed that one for the gold medal over 44 and a half. Any way we can get them, let's get them. Whether it's taekwondo, whether it's fencing, archery, we'll take any medals that are gold that we can get. Shout out Lee Kiefer. We also got one in Taekwondo. 
the first ever women's taekwondo winner uh united states got that one got that one we got to keep collecting these golds got to keep collecting the bags need them the chat and for you trent what are you looking at value wise uh this week on olympics any you got an edge anywhere yeah so we got golf starting up uh on wednesday I love Colin Morikawa at plus 700. The dude is lo- laser-focused, locked in. He's, he's on another level. Like we saw in the uh, – what was the tournament I had Spieth in? I totally just botched it. Uh, that would be the Open the Championship. Open, the Open Championship. Morikawa was either on 800 milligrams of Adderall or he's on a different planet than us right now because that dude is playing out of his mind. Uh, he's plus 700 right now to win the gold for the United States in golf. Good value there. Uh, I'm looking on FanDuel right now, Olympic bets. There's some interesting ones. Men's swimming. Do not mess with the United States in the pool, guys, whether it's water polo, men's or women's. Swimming, freestyle, 50 meters, 100-meter butterfly. We're favorites across the board. Caleb Dressel is the next Michael Phelps. And he's at minus 550 to win the butterfly. There's no value there. Don't bet on that. Do not bet on that. Because either we're going to clean house in the pool and just win it all, uh, and it's not really worth the juice, or you could get hoed. So don't even think about betting on swimming. The only thing I'd bet on in the pool is actually water polo. However, I'm 0-2 betting on water polo right now. Uh, men or women's water polo last night, the spread was 11 and a half. I should have known that was way too many goals, way too many goals. We beat Japan or China by five, I believe. Uh, shout out Maddie Musselman, my friend, elementary school, middle school, high school. She's the goat. She's on the Olympic, uh, water polo team. I'm going to try to get her on the show sometime this week or next. She's an absolute beast. However, we did not cover the spread last night, unfortunately. But we're the real deal in water polo. There's no way we don't win the gold there. Men's, however, I don't know. But women's, at least, I know for a fact, we're winning that shit. But yeah, call Marukawa plus 700 odds in, the, in uh, men's golf for the Olympic gold. Handball, an electric sport. Haven't bet on it yet. But we also have men's surfing. Gabriel Medina for Brazil's plus 140. I think that's automatic. He is the heavy favorite. There's not really a close second. Actually, no, there is. Uh, Italo Ferreria for Brazil as well is plus 190. But from what I've learned, Gabriel Medina for Brazil at plus 140 might be the biggest lock since uh, sliced bread. But yeah, lot a lot of Olympic games. If you don't know what to watch or what's going on, it's really difficult to really get a grasp of everything going on when the gold medal events are being taken on. Go online, download the Olympic app for sure. It's the best way to know and stay stay in the loop of everything that's going on throughout the day. Uh, so make sure you download the Olympic app and then download the Book of Sports app too to talk about the bets. It's about they go hand in hand. You know, you bet on them. You jump from platform to platform to see what times, what event starts, and then you get on Book It and you complain about whatever team's not covering the spread for you. That's the best part about Book It. It really is. 
There's there's so many complainers. <laughs> so, oh my God. Don't even get me started about the complainers on the Book It Sports app. If you want some locks for Olympics, softball unders. Women's softball unders. Nick Boyko on the Book It Sports app. He's 3-0 and on softball unders. I saw that this morning on the app. I'm going to be tailing those with them. I'm going to be tailing those with them. If I'm looking at softball right now, um, we got games on starting tomorrow. Uh, Canada versus Mexico and Japan versus the United States. Unders. Unders. Total runs on FanDuel. It's locked right now. They know about it. They know about it. They're trying to hoe us right now. But that spread, dude, I keep seeing that spread for that basketball game. Nigeria women's basketball against the United States basketball, um, 30 point spread. Jesus. The women's basketball team against Nigeria is minus 10,000 to win. And the over under is at 153 and a half. That under is looking very appetizing. Very appetizing. Softball unders, though. Keep your eyes peeled for those. In the USA game, oh my God. Over under USA versus Japan in softball is three and a half. That's incredibly low. They know they know about it. They've heard they've heard. They've heard the murmurs. They've going heard around. you talking right here. <laughs> yeah. They got a live feed of of the Atsy hour going, being like, we gotta adjust these odds. Too much money coming in on the unders right now. Three and a half. With one swing of the bat, that over could hit. Literally. So I, I don't know about that. I'm gonna talk to my guy, my chairman of uh of of uh, locks Nick Boyko on the Book of Sports app. See if he still likes that because that's incredibly low. That's almost disgustingly low. Um, but how was your guys' weekend? You guys make any money? You throw any bets? No, I uh, I was on a parlay on Saturday on the Cubs. So mind you, we were on the Cubs on Friday. I think is what you had, or no, you had the Diamondbacks on Diamondbacks Friday, Friday when I told you to take the Cubs. Yep. Right. And so Saturday comes along. I was like, ah, yeah, feeling the Cubs at home. Diamondbacks suck on the road. So threw Cubs in a little four-teamer to start the day. Nothing Go like up it. 2-0, lose 7-2. Mm. Classic. Yeah, that's always how it works. The teams that always sell on you, the next day they'll win. Always. always. Like the, the Diamondbacks. I had the audacity to get in front of the camera, look you straight in the eye and say, I have Diamondbacks on the money line. And they get whooped. You know what happens the next day? The Diamondbacks win. It's exactly how it goes every single time I bet on baseball. You don't believe me? Well, listen listen to my weekend. I had a shitty weekend for betting. Absolutely horrendous. And if it wasn't for the Olympic Games, I'd be down hella units. I bet on the Angels, money line, against the Twins. No Shohei Otani, no Jared Walsh. Midwest Mike goes, I still like it. I'm like, shit, am I really going to do this? Well, I did it. Locked it in. Angels go up 4 nothing early. I'm chilling, dude. I'm chilling on my couch. Not a worry in the world, except I got the Dodgers up next, so hopefully they cover, but they're playing the Rockies. It should be fine. Angels are up 4 nothing, in the most just classic Angels fashion. Oh, my, broke my heart. We're pitching a gem. 
four nothing Angels against the Twins, and they just collapse with some late game bullshit. Errors, balls thrown around. We throw the ball home. He's safe. Throw it to third. The ball is now in the outfield. Two more runs score. It's like, what the actual fuck? I'm tired of it. Angels ended up losing that game due to some bullshit errors in the ninth and eighth inning. And my heart was broken. But thankfully, I still had units pending on the Dodgers in the next game up against the Rockies. They should get it. They should take care of the job, right? Nope. Nope. Dodgers up 5-3 in the eighth inning. You already know what happens. They blow the lead. We go to extras. The Dodgers had the bases loaded, nobody out in the bottom of the ninth inning and a chance to win the game. Three straight strikeouts against Daniel fucking Bard. You're joking. My heart and soul were sucked out of me. Lost like 12 units on Saturday. Absolutely just pitiful. And that's baseball in a nutshell. Yeah, we're, we're, we're done with baseball. Definitely taking a little break. I'm still going to be betting on we're it. On but to like the Olympics. A quarter unit bets. I mean, I, I can't be throwing units on, on teams like I've been doing lately. I can't. It just, for my mental health and for my wallet, I can't do it. It's just it's just draining. It's emotionally draining. At this point, I'm just about done with baseball until the postseason, and all I can think about is football. All I can think about right now is those week one lines and how they're looking. I cannot even touch baseball lines after the Nats just got swept by the fucking Orioles. <laughs> the worst team, almost worst team in baseball. Nats lose three straight. I'm done with the it. Baltimore Parlay Busters. Time for football. It's the Baltimore Parlay Busters. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk further in depth about baseball and what picks I'm on today. And I got a part, you know, I got a parlay, you know, I got a futures pick too. Um, but before we dive deep into baseball and the bullshit we've been going through there, a lot of NFL news this morning. Before we go into, we're going to be talking NFC North lines, totals, odds, predictions, everything. Before we get into that though, some early morning NFL news, uh, as of this morning, um, Totally just bossed on his name. Houston Texans yeah. are yeah. now willing yeah. to trade Deshaun <laughs> yeah. Watson. Like, wait, wait a minute. What's the headline? Yes. Yeah, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson. The, the Houston Texans are open to trading Deshaun Watson. Not surprised. But what does that mean for futures lines for teams across the league and the, and the Texans themselves? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to kind of go and see where he plays. No, not a ton of odds out yet because this is pretty, pretty much still breaking news. Um, and those allegations, those sexual allegations are still pending, but Houston is now willing to trade Deshaun. I, I feel like seeing that he's not going to uh, play for Houston this year. And so, you know, they, he did show up to camp first day of camp today, showed up to avoid that $50,000 fine. But yeah, for futures odds, I mean, we're looking at the Saints. You got the Broncos, still not sure what the news is going to be with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers if he's out there. Uh, so football team, even though, you know, they have Ryan Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, but there's a lot of teams out there that could use Deshaun Watson, and this could shake up kind of some futures odds. So depending on where, if they get this trade deal done, because I think it's about four first-rounders plus a player, uh, an NFL-ready player is what Houston's asking. So that's a freaking haul. Yeah, it's a haul. And so if you need that draft capital uh, – that's given up a lot, but Deshaun Watson, solid QB, 
Uh, interested to see how this shakes up the, the the futures market, though. And and depending on where that news is, right before it breaks again, you can do like I do. Wait till Schefter sends out the tweet, and then yep. quickly jump over to the book and and try to grab some value if you think you know maybe a Denver again. Depending on what they're going to do with Drew Locke, they they need a quarterback bad, but their defense is, is good getting Von Miller back. So talk year. about that real quick. You you're a big NFL future, you're a big futures guy in general. Yeah. What is your experience with like like you just said, hopping in on a line like as soon as Schefter tweets out something? Like, are you able to get that same line even though Schefter just broke the news? FanDuel's pretty quick, but Billy Hill uh, that yeah. I bet on is pretty slow. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, that's where I got 16-1 to 1 on the Rams with Stafford going there. And then uh, I got the Indianapolis Colts line a little bit early before um, or after Carson Wentz was traded there. Granted, the AFC is a little bit more stacked with the Chiefs and the Bills. It's going to be harder for the Colts to get through there. But, yeah, for that NFC line, I mean – Sure, the Bucs are favorites to repeat, but Rams at 16 to 1 to win the Super Bowl with Stafford now and that defense, it's good value. Yeah. So it just kind of depends on what book you're on, how quickly. A lot of times they'll just pull the line. They'll pull the line until that news is um, reflective of what the new line's going to be. So you got to be kind of quick. But yeah, I mean, it's possible depending on what book you have. Somebody uh, this morning woke up and said, you know what? I'm putting $30,000 on the Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl. That bet pays out $215,000. What do you think of that bet? Is that a good bet? I, I personally like it. I mean, if you're putting that many units on a team to win the Super Bowl, I I wouldn't put it on anyone else other than Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, in the history of the NFL, never has this many starters returned. And so when you're returning essentially your entire team, your entire Super Bowl team, sure, you're going to be the favorite. Yeah. And I mean... Didn't they get better? Yeah, yeah. The, right now they're at plus six hundred. I mean, Chiefs are favored yeah. to win, but if you like the goat and Tom Brady, still great value because it's not so much that offense for for Tampa Bay; it's that defense yeah. and what those DNs can do and those linebackers and their, and their DBs. Like their defense won them that Super Bowl. So if you like the Bucks, now is a great time because they return all those guys on defense. Absolutely, they're sitting at plus what six fifty right now. You said six hundred. Six hundred odds. $30,000 on the Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl. That pays out $215,000. I like the bet personally. I like that bet. Um, but NFC North, Aaron Rodgers, this whole situation's a mess. Uh, as of right now, where does that situation stand with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? I mean, there were reports last week that he was going to retire this week. So I know, it's a lot of books place. were pulling the lines off on Packers futures. But as far as like win totals go, it's, you know, 10 and a half with Rodgers, six and a half without Rodgers. Um, and at this point, you kind of got to expect that he's going to show up, but he may not play. I mean, there's still so much uncertainty there. And uh, Devontae Adams also free agent next year, probably not going to return next year. So uh, a lot of question marks in Green Bay. If you're betting, I mean, I wouldn't touch Green Bay. No. With the 10 foot pole. Look at the other teams in that division. I mean, if you can get the under. over under at 10 and a half wins, dude. Smash the under. Smash the under on that. Are you kidding? 10 and a half wins. And if Rodgers is pulling some bullshit, there's no way they get more than 10 wins. No. I mean, the under is definitely the right bet there. Yeah. And, and we'll talk about the win totals here in a, in a little bit. But uh, yeah, the, the NFC North, I mean, there's a lot of good storylines there. You got Justin Fields. Rookie of the Year in, in Chicago. There's 
Um, you know, the Lions obviously are going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL this year, but my Lions. improved on the offensive line draft in Penny Sewell in the first round. So Jared Goff. Look at DeAndre Swift. DeAndre uh, Swift. Oh my God, dude. Fantasy football just <laughs> you're, I you're can't easy. wait. I'm itching for it. Itching for it. My hot take for the NFC North is that the Vikings win this division regardless of Aaron Rodgers' presence or not. I think the Vikings are a good team. They've got they're well-rounded team. The run game, the pass game, the defense, the O-line. They just got D.D. Westbrook, wide receiver out of Oklahoma. They just got even more more stacked. Yeah, you got year two with Justin Jefferson there. Yeah, oh, and Jester Jefferson, J.J. I mean, Justin Je- – right now, the Vikings plus 155. Packers are currently still the favorite, but that line's kind of moving back and forth. Yeah, you know that line's moving. So, the, I mean, the value's there on the Vikings. The Vikings are the Bears because you know the Lions aren't going to do anything. Yeah. How do you feel about Justin Jefferson over under 1,375 and a half receiving yards? Do you know, how many did he have last year? Do you know? That sounds like a job Jim, for Timmy Benz to find out. because He had, he had a shit ton because he was on my fantasy team and – was putting up point after points week after week. Uh, what was the over-under, you said? 1,300? He had 1,400 last year. Over-under right now is 1,375.5. See, this is where- And he's going from, like in his rookie year, he's, he was technically a, a wide receiver two behind Thielen. Now he's the wide receiver one yeah. on the depth chart. So you got to believe that he's hitting this over. I mean, that's a lot of yards, though. Plus, you get Anthony Barr back on at linebacker on defense, so your offense is going to have more opportunities out there. Yeah, I think there's going to be. I think this is if you're looking for value on a wide receiver in the NFC North, Justin Jefferson's your one to take. No, I like that as like rec- that. as a receiver. No, certainly, I certainly like his over. I like him as a, a player. Genuinely like him. I like watching him. Uh, I think he's set up for another big year. I think he's a great pick in fantasy. You're able to steal him. Definitely not as high as he was last season, but he's definitely got potential for a wide receiver one on your fantasy team and on your bat slip futures. What's interesting is Justin Jefferson's over-under yardage line on FanDuel is higher than DeAndre Hopkins. So they have D-Hop at 1350, Justin Jefferson at 1375. And you get an extra game, which I didn't even think about. There's less competition for... Justin Jefferson, though, than than D Hop, even though D Hop's WR one, yeah, like, that's going to be you know Justin Jefferson's going to be the go to guy, much like in Detroit. If you want some other value, TJ Hawkinson, they just lost Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones, so looking at TJ Hawkinson's over under, he's going to shoot up, skyrocket as the go to option for golf. Yes. Yeah, and they get that offensive line help. So that's my favorite take of yours, uh, is that TJ Hawkinson value pick, whether it's for his over futures or on a fantasy team, because Jared Goff already loves throwing to his tight ends. Yep. They've already missing guys uh and missing depth in the wide receiver position. And Jared Goff, I mean, and he did it in Los Angeles with that offense was constantly fighting his tight ends. TJ Hawkinson's already becoming a star in this league and one of the top top tight ends. You know he's going to be feeding Hawkinson at any chance that he can. I love that. Which also opens up the ground attack for DeAndre Swift. Right now his over-under 9.5 rushing yards at minus 110. 9.5? 9.9 hundred. 9.9 hundred and a half. 
misspoke there. The graphics on the screen, though. Minus 110 on the over and under. So I could see him being a thousand yard rusher this season. Yeah, absolutely. Again, again, they threw the ball so much last year because they had Galladay and Marvin Jones. Yeah. And so now they're going to be kind of shifting a little bit. I don't know. I don't think Jared Goff has much of a power arm as Stafford does. So hammering DeAndre Swift. Yeah, 521 last year. So, and again, it was his rookie year. Yeah, so, mind and he, you. And he only played, like, he didn't play all the. All... No, he was injured a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Take that with a grain of salt. I like that. I like that over 900 and a half yards for running back of the Detroit Lions, DeAndre Swift. I like that. For the Vikings, I like them to win the division for sure. Chat says uh, Alonzo Jack three on Twitter. Fade everything Trent says. And then Dougie Fresh773 Trent. Hawkinson going to see the only attention defenses. Won't let him do nothing. They got no receivers. True, but which is why you take uh, DeAndre, DeAndre Swift, Swift over. Take that over. And well, he had AP taking carries away from him last year. Also. Yeah, yeah. Where's AP at? Where is he on the move? He's got to go somewhere. I think Los Angeles could be a good fit. Is he still on the Lions though? He's still on the Lions. He's not. I mean, he might get caught after training camp. Yeah, though. yeah. We need someone in Los Angeles because uh, Cam Akers is down. Uh, so expect the Rams to sign somebody to put in the backfield. Guys, guess what? I've already been cooking. I've already been cooking my week one NFL parlay, and it's not losing. It won't lose. I already saw it. I already saw a lot of things. I already saw the Seahawks win the Super Bowl. I already saw that. That's why I put money on it. But tell me where and how this four-team NFL week one parlay loses. First up, we're staying in the NFC North matchup. We got Saints and Packers. Saints ML, minus 180. Saints are winning this one. Next up, we're going outside the NFC uh, North and going with the Panthers money line, Sam Darnold revenge game against the Jets. Little juicy, minus 190, but the Jets. Sorry, I do not care. Is... uh. Their new quarterback, I totally botched his name. Can't think. Uh, Zach Wilson. Yeah, is he starting Week One? Yeah, he'll start. I'm excited to watch that. That should be a, that should be a good game to watch. Panthers, Jets, Zach Wilson game one, and then you have a Sam Donald revenge game. That's in Carolina. And then Vikings money line against the Bengals. I just don't see them losing that one. Uh, minus one eighty eight, and then you got to throw a dog in there. You got to throw a dog. Three favorites and a dog. That's the rule on four teamers. Seattle Seahawks plus 110 on the money line against the Indianapolis Colts in Indy. Nick Yale, which team in this four-teamer week one NFL parlay loses? Seattle's your dog on the road. On the road. That's, I mean, I'm gonna I'm taking all these games on the spread. Uh don't bet. I don't bet money lines in NFL. That's that's. Well, yeah, I don't either. <laughs> only, only, only for parlays. Only for parlays. Yeah. Only for parlays. But Seattle on the road in Indy is your is going to be your toughest game, just because Carson Wentz reconnecting with his old head coach and Frank Reich. That defense is arguably one of, if not the best, in the NFL. And uh, you got Jonathan Taylor in that backfield. Carson Wentz doesn't have the weapons really at wide receiver. Um, a lot of young talent there, but. On the road in Indy, that's a tough place to play. So the Colts, it, it's literally a coin flip game. And 
you're getting value there in Seattle being a dog, especially as a Super Bowl contender yeah. right now. It's just a question of can Russell Wilson handle that Colts defense? Because this past year, he was kind of scrambling a little bit. That Seahawks line wasn't holding up really. But it's week one of the season, so everyone should be healthy. I don't know, though. That's, that, a, that, that's, a, that's that a, game a, sus. a question mark. It's such a sus game. Uh, I would do a three-teamer. I would do a three-teamer. Well, no, I would we're, do a uh, we're keeping the four-teamer. I know you are, but if I were betting, yeah, it would be a three-teamer. No, it's right now that four-team parlays plus 665 odds. Got a little line movement change. Uh, but I love it. I don't see how it loses. I don't. Someone in the chat just said the Jets win the first game easy. No shot. No shot. Gavin in the chat says the Saints quarterback can't see. He got his eyes fixed. <laughs> Gavin Famous Jameis got his eyes fixed. Gavin in the chat. Come on. Come on. What are we doing? No. We're riding that four-teamer. We're putting a unit on that. It's going to pay out seven. And we're going to make some coin. We'll come back to the tape here in a few weeks after like there's a major injury that happens. And, yes. and this four-teamer yeah. just looks so sus. Yep. Or... Or Rodgers is on the move, and that Saints line goes to minus like two seventy or some shit. That's that's probably what's going to happen. Well, or, you get the value now though by putting it now, so you would be fine. You'd be fine with that. No, I'm yes, exactly. Or or Carson Wentz, you know, injured or back back issues out for week one. That Seahawks, the Seahawks would be favored at that point. So that's why I like throwing it early, but it always could hurt you too, and go the other way. And injury's not in your favor. But we're riding it. We're riding it. Plus 665 on that four-team parlay, Saints, Panthers, Vikings, and Seahawks. You can book that one, folks. You can book that one. Speaking of parlays in football, I have a two-team parlay that's going to be one that we're going to ride for months. It's a futures parlay. And if you have the blessing of being able to place futures parlays on FanDuel and DraftKings, you should ride this one with your boy. The parlay is the Oklahoma Sooners to win the National uh, College Football Championship and the Seattle Seahawks to win the Super Bowl. Guys, you put 100 on this bitch, you're getting a new car. You're getting whatever you want. Plus one or plus twelve thousand five hundred. That ain't that's certainly in a new car. But sorry, twenty-one thousand. Twenty-one thousand. You put a hundred dollars on this, you get twenty-one thousand five hundred dollars. We're calling it the Seattle Sooner parlay. OU versus or OU to win the title and the Seahawks to win the Super Bowl. Book it. One unit pays $21,000. Guys, who who ruins this two-teamer for me? Uh, the Oklahoma Sooners. Why? Who wins? I mean, the favorites are still going to be Alabama and Clemson. You had Spencer Rattler on Oklahoma. What, what are Oklahoma's odds? On uh, plus 800. Who's ahead of them? Literally. Alabama, <laughs> Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia. Well, yeah. I mean... There's value there. There's value in Oklahoma. Absolutely. There's value, but it's greedy. It's so greedy. It's greedy. You're getting a new car. If I mean, it's plus, it, there's a reason it's plus 21,500 odds because it's greedy. 
talked about college players and how their game might be affected when they're making all this money from endorsements. Sure. Spencer Rattler concerns me. Oh, does he? He concerns me. That and why dude, is that? He had some issues in high school. I'm, I'm sure he's matured since then, but he is a, a cocky kid. I think you give him a paycheck. He's going to be – he can be the next money man tell in terms of hey. how his play style changes when he gets all this money. But good value. You secure a bag, yeah. I mean, you're gonna be you're gonna be a whole different breed once you secure a bag. But hey, sometimes the bag securing could help you get dubs, take your game to the next level. Spencer Rattler, I need you to, I need you to not fuck up the bag. I don't. I take the money, sure, but the only thing that matters is winning football games. So win some games. Russell Wilson, he's gonna win games. You know he's gonna win games. Spencer Rattler, I need you to win some games. I just don't see how Spencer Rattler in a college football semifinal or final is beating Alabama, <laughs> Georgia, or Ohio State. Yeah. But I mean, who wants to ride one of those teams? You know? You're right. It's no fun. It's no fun. But you, you, you're taking, you know, maybe a little bit of a chance with Seattle <laughs> being down the board at, at five or six. So, so if you take the favorite in like Alabama and Seattle, or you take maybe the Chiefs in Oklahoma, then you got a little bit less value, but better odds. Or, or better, not better odds, but better or, chance to win. Or you add the Boston Red Sox to win the World Series, and then you're getting a new crib. Plus Seattle Kraken, and you can retire. <laughs> right there. That's retirement. I think you broke fan. You say you broke FanDuel when you were. Oh, yeah. I was, making, I was making invalid. a a futures parlay for the four major sports, and I broke FanDuel. I broke it. It said invalid entry. One unit paid, I think, $12 million or something like that. Does FanDuel like <laughs> do where like DraftKings where you can cash out? You know, if you if you have like a six leg oh, yeah. parlay on championships in the first three or four hit. Yeah. I guess you could also sell. I don't know if you can do this online. You might have to have the physical ticket, but take it to ProSwap and sell the ticket on ProSwap. Yeah. For you know, however much Dude, money you, you know that one parlay over the two and two MLB MVPs, right? You saw that one. It's Shohei Otani and and Degrom. They're both. Yeah, they're I didn't both know if like that plus was ten thousand or some shit like that. Was that ticket legit? Yeah, did we confirm it's that, on that it was swap. legit? It's literally okay, it legit. It's like three friends. They put like five hundred dollars on those two t- two guys to win MVP, and they literally uh, right now they're the favorites. Actually, I think Tatis has jumped to Grom, which if I'm those dudes, I'm sussed out right now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, DeGrom started so hot that, like, I don't know if he's going to be able to contain it all the way throughout the rest of the season. Cy Young, for sure. But for MVP, if Tatis heats up a little bit or keeps heating up, especially makes the playoff run, I could see him getting it. Dude, and Shohei is... Remember I said he was slowing down a little bit? He's actually slowing down a little bit. Everyone thought I was out of my mind for saying that. Granted, I was, but he's batting 160 right now. A buck 60 since the All-Star break. He's still the heavy favorite on FanDuel. Is he? Minus 290, and Vlad Jr. comes in at plus 210. Yeah, so, so I mean, I think Shohei wraps that up without any fluke shit the remainder of the season. It is Shohei Otani Day, by the way. He's on the mound today pitching against the Rockies, but that's very interesting that uh, what who's the favorite in the NL? 
is it Tatis right now? Tatis is minus 150. DeGrom's at plus 120. Wow. All right. So if you're those two guys with that parlay, uh, the two two team parlay, Otani, DeGrom, are you hedging? It's like it's half a million dollars on the line. I think you have to. Yeah, you have to. It's it's it's, it's going to be one of those two guys. Yeah. No one else is going to win the MVP out of the NL. I think you might as well sprinkle a couple thousand dollars on DeGrom. Yeah, if you MVP. can just like pull out some of your life savings and put it on Tatis to win the MVP, you should be good. Should be good. But wow, what a position to find yourself in. Um, I don't know how we just transfer went from football to baseball like that. But before we go on to baseball, oh, we're talking about futures. And, yeah, we're talking and all, about and all your bets. futures bets. Yes, and, yes. Oh, that's right. That's right. Making your making your yeah. uh, two teamer to win yeah. you a car into a three teamer to win you a house. Absolutely. Into a four teamer and retiring. And retiring. Yeah, cracking to win the cup. <laughs> Not happening. And cracking and retire. Crack and retire. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nick, who's winning the Super Bowl? Right now, I mean, I got to stick with what my futures plays say in the Colts and, and the Rams. I, If I pick one right now, if I pick one right now, I'm going on the, the, the Rams to win the Super Bowl. And I hate that. as a, Literally, as a St. Louis Ram fan, Rams fan, that kills me. But I don't think it'll be the Bucs. I don't think they'll repeat. And the Chiefs, to me, I don't know if the Chiefs get there. I think the Bills can come out of the AFC and the Rams surprise out of the NFC and the NFC Championship against the Buccaneers, and you got a Rams-Bills Super Bowl. Rams-Bills Super Bowl. How fun Bowl. would that be? I actually like that. I like that. I like the Bills uh, to win the Super Bowl. I think I might sprinkle a little bit there. And Josh Allen MVP. Yeah. Lillis likes that. Yeah. He's on the of course on he does. plus 1,300. Josh Allen MVP. That that This is all, mind you, I have those two futures out there right now, but that could change up until week one depending on what happens in camp and who gets injured or traded. Yeah. You know, yeah. we got that Deshaun Watson, Aaron Rodgers shit floating out there mm -hmm. too. So no, there's definitely value on the boards right now for M NFL futures, just with everything up in the air. Uh, so if you've got a minute, go to the sports book, go download whatever book you can just go serve some value, go serve some value. You never know what's going to happen. It's sports. That's the best part about betting is that it's sports and anything can happen. The favorites don't always win. Trust me, I've learned. I've learned the hard way. The favorites don't always win. The favorites lose games. The Dodgers aren't going to go 162-0. Those are just things you have to know as a sports better. The favorites don't always win. Doesn't matter what sport it is. Could be freaking Taekwondo. It could be NFL football. It could be archery it doesn't matter it's sports we're all human and the favorites don't always win they don't speaking of favorites don't always win i mean the mlb right now is just is anyone having fun no one's having fun nobody's having fun betting on the mlb you got shit like the yankees we're throwing a no-hitter yesterday all the way in the eighth inning. Blew it. Not only did they blow the no-hitter, they lost the game. How many people lost on the last leg of their lay with the Yankees ML? Thinking you're chilling the whole game. You got a no-hitter going in the eighth, and you lose. Sus. Red Sox win that one. The Baltimore Parlay Busters are sweeping the Nationals. No one can get a read. 
No one. Nobody. I don't care who's on the mound. It doesn't make sense. You know, I'm looking at the board right now. You would think that the Twins and Pineda can can beat the Tigers with Manning on the mound. Nope. Tigers will probably win at plus 140. You know, if there's a team that's minus 200 or greater, that's an automatic loss for that team. Automatic. And what I've learned is to fade the public. Fade the public. It, it works like a charm. I did a little sample of it last week with that under in the Red Sox-Yankees game. And it worked. 77% of the public was on the over in this Yankees-Red Sox game. And I said, fuck that. I'm taking the under. I'm going to fade the public and try it out. See what happens. There was like two, two runs scored that game. Lock. So, for example, today, the White Sox. 83% of the tickets are on the White Sox to beat the Royals. The Royals have their one of their best pitchers on the mound, Mike Miner. They're at home against the White Sox and Dallas Keuchel. I could see the Royals winning that game. Why? No other reason other than the fact that 86% of the public's on the White Sox. What are your thoughts on, on how fluke MLB has been lately? Yeah, I mean, it's just it's hard to touch it right now because there are so many just fluke shit, fluke shit happening. Like I said, whether this weekend, I mean, the Orioles beating the Nationals, like, come on, like really, really, not just beating them, sweeping them. Dodgers not covering spreads against Colorado. <laughs> Yankees lose after the no hitter. I mean, there's just so many variables in baseball from starting pitching. I think it's best to just kind of hold off on MLB for a few weeks here. Wait till past the trade deadline. Things really start heating up. Maybe closer to the playoffs is when you can find a little bit of a better edge because it's it's literally throwing darts at a dartboard right now yep. for MLB. And long season, 162 games. I'd rather bet on darts. And if you're betting MLB, I think the biggest thing is to just stay the course. You got to bet consistently. You can't you can't go 2 days and then take a week off. You got to just keep betting yep. and find your teams that you know and and bet them consistently cuz like if you if you bet the Dodgers or the Brewers, for instance, you're going to be winning money if you're betting every single game. You know, if you're betting over long term, but if you're trying to pick your spots and parlays and shit like that, exactly. Like you, the you're, Giants, you're going to lose. The Giants against the Pirates. I can't even say their name without fucking choking. The Pirates. The Pirates. The Giants dropped the series to the Pirates. They did win last night and cover the run line. I needed that one for my two teamer that hit, but. The goddamn Pirates. Are you kidding me? I mean, it's going to be a Pirates-Orioles World Series, the way shit's going. <laughs> this is such a such an awkward time in the MLB season. Like, these these fringe teams, like the A's fringe and Giants, guy. like, they're trying to decide, like, hey, do we actually have a chance here? Or is, are we just, is this just false hope? So these teams are trying to decide if they're actually going to make a playoff run or not. And it just gives you weird games. Giants, kind of a fringe team, even though they've been really good. I'd still consider them a fringe team. They lose to the Pirates. And it's just an awkward time. Trade deadline coming up. A lot of weird shit going on in the MLB. I'd wait till August. Yeah. No, I'm definitely, definitely not going to be placing fat units for the rest of July, at least on that on baseball. Uh, I want to get into when the games actually really, really matter. And, and coaches are not sitting out guys just to sit them like they did with Atani and Walsh this weekend. Get me to August. Get me to mid-August uh, when games actually start really really counting 
towards MLB playoff race. Um, but I do have a parlay today, nonetheless. You think I'm gonna go one day without an MLB parlay? You're crazy. All that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna wait till August. Yeah, straight bets are smart. Bet the same team, but I got a parlay. Yeah, I got a four teamer for you that can't lose. It won't lose, but I also have a futures bet um, on the MLB, and I want to pull up the updated line because I know there's some movement with some murmurs around the trades. That Hashtag murmurs. Hashtag murmurs. Nope, no movement as of yet. The Boston Red Sox to win the World Series at plus twelve hundred odds. Book it. People are forgetting. This team was just there a couple years ago. Sure, they had Mookie Betts, and now they don't. No more Mookie Betts. No more Mookie Betts. <laughs> but I think this team's even better than they were then. They've got key role players stepping up. Their bats are getting hot. The pitching's looking solid. They could land Max Scherzer. And if they land Max Scherzer, no chance you're going to be able to still take him at plus 1,200 odds. Valdi is playing great. Pitching fantastic. Devers, he's not going to win MVP, but he's definitely in the conversation the way he's been hitting lately. Everyone's stepping up for the Sox right now. Fenway is absolutely electric. They just had a great series against the Yankees. The Rays, though, are giving them a run for their money, and the Rays actually are now in the lead of the AL East. But I like the Red Sox to come out of the East. I like the Rays to win the wild card. And I think the Red Sox go to the World Series. I think we have a matchup again. Red Sox, Dodgers, World Series, and the Red Sox take this one. This is like your first futures bet that I'm actually on board with. Because I've got like logical reason behind it. It makes sense, doesn't it? Again, they, they this team has been there before. And it, especially being a, a, a top favorite to land Scherzer if the Nationals decide to dump him and Chris Bryant oh. and Fenway in October is something is else. one of the most electric atmospheres I would love 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 to, to go I would love to go to a playoff game in Fenway I was trying to get up to Boston this year because uh Boston uh, Red Sox Yankees in Fenway on Friday night Missouri Tigers football at Boston College on Saturday wow Wow, in that'd September. Be, that'd be electric. There's nothing like baseball in Fenway. I've gone there once, uh, and it was insane. I sat on the Green Monster. What's really cool? A lot of dongs going up there. A lot of homers. <laughs> wait, I was like, wait, what? A lot of, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of big flies going of, up there. A lot of dong? Dong Ding dongs. Dong dong? Don, did she win the gymnastics? He. Was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he. That's Ling Ling. Ling Ling. Ling Ling. Ling. Fuck. No, I All don't right. think they've gone yet. I think they're still in qualifying. All right. Well, my four-team parlay for the day in the major in, in MLB. Yeah, I've got one for you. Uh, the Angels on the money line against the Rockies. The Rockies just came off a great series against the Dodgers. They're tired. They don't want to play the Angels. They just gave it their all against the Dodgers. And what? I think they took two of two of four, one of three. I don't know. Well, I know the Dodgers didn't cover a goddamn run line that entire series. The Rockies. We'll lose to the Angels today. Shohei Otani Day. You do not fade Shohei on Shohei Day. Book that. We're going to Boston again. The Red Sox, they take on the Blue Jays. Uh, I love the Red Sox on the money line here in Fenway Park. The New York Mets on the money line against the Braves. Marcus Stroman on the mound. Book it. Minus 150, good value. And the Houston Astros, uh, this one sketches me out against the Mariners. 
but I like the Astros to beat the Mariners today in sketch. Seattle. Sketch. Hashtag sketch. Minus 180. Biggest favorite on the MLB board today. Will probably sell, but book it. This yeah, that's the only one I don't like out of that. With the Astros? With the Astros and the Mariners. Mets, Red Sox. What was the other one? Mets, Red Sox, Angels. I mean, Angels. I mean, I'm not taking the Twins because I just I, I said the Tigers were probably going to win that one. Uh, my live locks you or live locks you on the Book of Sports app. He's the Reds enthusiast, Reds analyst for the Book of Sports community. He likes them first five. They got Wade Miley on the mound today against Kyle Hendricks. That could be a good pick too. At plus money, I think it's plus one ten in the first five innings. Could be cheeky, but. I'm putting a unit on this plus 650 odds four teamer Angels, Red Sox, Mets, and Astros. Are the Astros in Houston or are they in Seattle? They're in Seattle. Ah, damn. I was about to say, if they were in Houston, I would love the first five. No, they're in Seattle. And who's on the mound for Houston? Sleeping in Seattle. Uh, who's on the mound for Sleepless Houston? Sleepless in Seattle. <laughs> uh, it is Garcia. Garcia's on the mound. Okay. Uh, sub three ERA against McCannahan or whatever for the Mariners. Where are the Astros coming from? Are they they fly from Houston? Or are they are they on a West Coast road trip? Okay, see now you're getting a little granular here. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know, sleep schedules. <laughs> you got this is no. They were just at home in Texas. Yeah, yeah. They're well rested. Okay, the front end of a road trip. Okay, yeah. that's important. That's but they, important. they could they could get sleepy in Seattle. They could get sleepy in Seattle, drop the opener in that series. I cannot have that. Cannot have that. But nonetheless, we're taking it. Stop BSing. No more back and forth. Just book it. Gavin said ATL plus one and a half against who? It, the Braves? God damn it, dude. Braves are playing who? No, the Braves are playing the Mets. That's yeah. in the way. Has Stroman been officially Yes. Stroman is pitching today. And it's 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 a seven inning game too, so he could go the whole game. Could go the whole game. Could be a one nothing game. The way these bats look, God, I hate betting on the Braves. I hate betting on the Braves, and I also hate betting on the Mets. But we're betting on the Mets today. We're betting on the on Mets. The Mets so to recap, you have a fourteen parlay. Fourteen parlay: Angels, Red Sox, Mets, and Astros. And my futures pick is the Red Sox to win the World Series. Nerfy. Uh, oh, yeah, America's Nerfy. America's Nerfy. America's Nerfy has gone through some bullshit. We've seen it all. One and two. One and two. Oh and two with the oh and two with the jacket. And guys, we're retiring the jacket because the two times I've worn the jacket, we've got a gagger in the first inning in the bottom half of it to just break my heart, suck my soul. It stings, dude. There's nothing like the nerfy busting to just get your your day started. That's how you know it's gonna be a shit day. Thanks, Javier Baez. And who's who's the dude on the Cardinals? Oh, that would be Dylan Carlson. Dylan Carlson. Who hit a nuke job. That sounds again. like some dude in in the NHL. Yeah, that's literally what I was about to say. I mean, our rookie is just yeah, crushing. Rookie, homers. Rookies are hitting gaggers. John Lester's hitting gaggers. Like, dude, 
All right, but this Nerfie right here, we go with the Nerfie king himself, Kyle Hendricks, and the Chicago Cubs, and Wade Miley, the ace for the Cincinnati Reds. No run first inning. Please, dear God, six outs. Why is it so hard to get six outs? Now, I know you're not great at math here, but it's three for Miley and three for Hendricks. I understand that. Thank you. Three and three, Thank not you. six and six. But together, three plus three is six. So we need six Think outs. So. Fourth grade math there, yeah. Yeah, that's three, the- three plus three is six. We need six outs. Wade needs to get us three. Kyle Hendricks needs to get us three. Together, that would be six. Together, that would be six. Wade Miley throwing a no-hitter this year. Kyle Hendricks. Throwing a no-hitter. He should be able to get the us Nerfie three The Nerfie King. Outs. Kyle Hendricks, Nerfie King, Wade Miley. King. Wade Miley, Nerfie King. Who cares? There won't be a run scored in the first inning. There will not be a run scored in the first inning. Book it. Collectively, the matchup looks good. It does. It does. And when the matchup looks good, it usually doesn't hit. But I'll take my chances. It is the summer of Yerfi, and it's so hard to just, Nerf-y. just find, find that one game that's just going to get six outs quick. Nerfy. Summer of Nerfy, right? Not Yerfi. Oh, I mean, the way the summer has been going, it's the fucking summer oh, of Yerfi. Oh, summer of Yerfi in general. Yes. <laughs> I meant for you. No, no. I don't care. I don't care about the trends. I don't care if anyone, everyone's fading my Nerfy and taking Yerfi. I'm still Nerfy Jesus. Eh. I'm still Nerfy Jesus. I'll always be Nerfy Jesus. You might be in the dog days of Nerfy right now. No, we you, are. You went 13 and 0 before the break. Oh my God. Now we're in the How dog days. How electric was that mm-hmm. run? How electric was that run? You got bit by the island, though. The Hawaii, cur- the Hawaii curse I absolutely ruined you. I haven't been the same since I went to Hawaii. You went on a cold streak, much similar to the uh, MLB playoffs streak you went on last yeah. year after you got back yeah. to Hawaii. And I couldn't hit a Nerfy to save my life. The big island. Uh, this just in, I'm putting money on the Royals today. The public is way too favorite heavy on the White Sox, 83%. That screams the Royals win. Screams. Coming in from uh, the Real McCoy 333 on Twitch, betting the pitch has just dropped a Uh-oh. lock. Egypt Premier League starts in 30 minutes, over two. Give me my book. Is that over two for the game or <laughs> over two for – I guess it's over two for the game because they don't, they don't specify the team. Where's my book, damn it? Betting the pitch, get it in. 30 get minutes, in, Egypt Premier in. League. English, Egyptian Premier League locks. <laughs> Betting the pitch is absolutely... Is this, is this un- actually Egypt Premier League? supposed to be English Premier League. No, dude, I wouldn't be shocked, bro. He had me betting on freaking club soccer. <laughs> Martini Q. Like, literally, it's insane. But this dude knows his shit. He knows his shit. I mean, how are you doing the analysis on that? Because you got he simply watches the game. It's the love of the game, bro. It's the love of the game. You don't question it. That's a real capper in betting the pitch, bro. I think you're only allowed to bet on this game if you can pronounce both teams. Okay, wait, hold on. I need to find I need to find the lines. Or wait, okay. What is it? What league? Look up Egyptian Premier League. Egyptian Premier League. They're They're so easy. Egyptian Premier League locks. Uh okay, wait. Is it at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Oh, Al Al Ali. I already bet on them once before. And Aswan. Aswan. What's the pick? What is it? The over? He loves taking his overs in Egyptian soccer. Do you, what was the pick in the chat? The pick was over two goals. Over two goals in that game. Yeah. 
That starts in 30 minutes. If you want some free coin, go take the over in Egyptian Premier League soccer. No, no, no. It, it's Pyramids versus National Bank. Right here. Yeah, yeah, this one right here. Pyramids, Pyramids. versus National Bank. National. Oh, yeah, right here. 10 a.m. Pyramids versus National Bank. Over two goals. Over two goals. Put the ball in the net twice. We cash coin. Thank you for clarifying the real McCoy 333. Yeah. Otherwise, a bunch of people have probably lost money. <laughs> uh over two goals there you know i'm gonna be sweating that one out for sure wow it's already been an hour sure has that's a good show folks time flies man that's fun. a great show thank you for joining us on this episode of the atia hour brought to you by the one and only book it sports app tired of jumping from platform to platform to consume content analysis you need to make an informed betting decision well stop doing that stop doing that Go download the Book It Sports app, everything you need at the palm of your hand, in your fingertips, to make an educated betting decision, to connect with the gambling community, all on one centralized hub. Build your profile, build a following, establish a presence in sports betting, and win some coins. That's what Book It Sports is all about. This is the Atia Hour every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right here on Twitter and Twitch and TikTok, the three T's, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok. At 8.30 a.m. Pacific, that's 11.30 Eastern. I'm your host, Trent Atia, coming at you live from the studio in smoky Reno, Nevada. Uh, thank you for joining us today. As always, just book it. Just book it. Follow me on TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter for all your, all your locks, all your daily needs for locks. This has been the Atia Hour. Peace. Quick odds that our house burns down from the Dixie fire. Oh, I would say right now I, I can literally, I can smell it. I would say the odds are, the line's moving. The line is moving. I would say plus 2,000. We will not be living in this apartment by the next episode. Book it.